Unstoppable Success Radio, episode 275. For years now, my students have operated with a winning handbook, a handbook that gave them a competitive advantage in the marketplace and allowed them to do crazy, ridiculous, and exciting things with their business, like doubling their income, hitting six figures for the first time, and even crossing over the million-dollar mark. Today, I want to invite you to bet on yourself, believe in yourself, and take one action today that's going to transform your future. I want you to opt in for my newest free training series, videos delivered directly to your inbox that you can listen to on your time at your convenience and all you have to do is text in scale your sales that's all one word scale your sales to 44222 I believe in you I know there's more possible for you and I want you to take ownership of your future all you have to do is minimize the screen you're on right now pull up your text messages right here while you're listening and text in scale your sales all one word to 44222. Can't wait to see you on the other side. Welcome to Unstoppable Success Radio. I am your host, Kelly Roach, and I am thrilled to be here today with Angela Wagner, our special guest of the week. Angela, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. We are going to have some fun today, guys. So Angela is a mom. She's a wife. She's an entrepreneur. She's a life and wellness coach, a certified yoga teacher, and a podcaster. And she founded her... I'm going to have to start that over. Sorry. My, my <laughs> phone just literally closed out and I was reading your bio off of it. Um, that was crazy. Okay, here we go. Angela Wagner is a mom, wife, entrepreneur, life and wellness coach, certified yoga teacher and podcaster. She, fo- she founded her successful yoga studio in 2004 and in 2010 launched the Spark Program, a guided program to help people find or reignite the spark in their lives. You can take the seven-day challenge, seven simple steps to make your life sparkle so that you can stress less and do more at AngelaWagnerCoaching.com. You can also listen to her podcast on iTunes. So Angela, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm so honored to be here. Absolutely. Well, you know us entrepreneurs, because you're one of them, uh, we need to slow it down, take a deep breath, reignite that fire, because we're grinding it out, we're hustling hard, and uh, I I think it's important for everyone to, every once in a while, kind of take a step back and, and regain perspective, and I'm hoping you can help us to do a little bit of that today. Yes. It's kind of interesting because I've been in the world of entrepreneurship for so long, but also yoga. And those really seem to be, (laughs) I mean, they work together and yet they don't, but it's, you know, the advice that I give everyone is the advice I give myself. And I think entrepreneurs, oh, we need it the most because we don't stop. We don't ever go home. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So Uh, Talk to me a little bit, Angela, about, so you had the successful yoga studio already and then you decided to start doing this work with people and helping them to like reignite that spark. So what made you decide that that was like the next step that you wanted to take as far as the direction for your business? Yeah. So I love yoga and I still do it. We have our studio in Dallas, um, but it's really limited to people that practice yoga, obviously. (laughs) Um, And the style that I teach is called Baptiste Power Yoga, and it's very rooted in personal development. So what I love about the practice beyond the obvious like physical benefits is what I get mentally out of it and emotionally. And so I noticed that that's what my students were like really wanting. So I started creating programs within the studio that were personal development. And what I didn't know at the time was they really were coaching programs. (laughs) Um, 
And, but that's really what the way that my teacher teaches too. And so there's just a lot of personal development, excavation, looking at kind of what you're doing, where you want to go, getting clear on all of that kind of stuff. And so when you add that in with yoga, it's really this like magic. Um, but then now with the world being so different and online, it was like, I just had this opportunity to be able to help people that maybe don't practice yoga and that might be in Seattle, you know? So I got really excited about that work and, um, being able to help people shift and change because I think so often life is good, but it could be great. And sometimes we just need that little inspiration and push to get there. Yeah, no, absolutely. So maybe for some of the listeners that are feeling a little run down, maybe tired, you know, exhausted, feeling a little stagnant in their daily life, they're they're working towards their goals, they're working towards their green dreams, they're they're doing the work, but they're in it, right? They're in it. They're they're they've they've gotten past the excited optimism of being naive, not knowing what it's going to take, and now they actually know <laughs> what it's going to take and they're in it. Um give us some tips and strategies you know, to reignite that fire, to get, you know, fired up and, and refill your cup, so to speak. Yeah. So I think there's several different things that I love to give people and they're not necessarily sexy. I, I like to say, <laughs> um, there's one that I really love to give to my entrepreneurs because, and it really goes along. It's funny. I was just listening to your podcast. Um, I think it was from Monday where you were talking about how we're distracted so much. Oh, as entrepreneurs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I, I just, that is like my life, you know? And I, I think that that's really the way the world is anyway, whether you're an entrepreneur, not, entrepreneur or not, but for sure in our, our realm. So one of the exercises that I love that one of my teachers gave me years ago that I teach, I think everyone should do this every day. Okay. It's five minutes, you guys. So just five minutes. It's a concentration exercise and you light a candle. So just take a little votive. It doesn't have to be anything fancy. You put it up at your eye level so you can set it up on some books on your desk and you take your journal and a pen and you set your timer, turn all your notifications off, <laughs> shut down your computer and you just look at the flame. So the intention is that you look at this, the middle of the flame and that is your focus. And anytime your mind wanders from the focus of the flame, you just make a little tick mark on your journal and don't get all like analytical about, Oh my gosh. And, and you will at first you'll think, Oh, is that a thought? And then you have to tick mark that you just had thought, was that a thought, <laughs> you know? So you get all up in your head the first time, but what's really neat about it, especially I, I know for me, I like to physically see things. I'm kind of more science-based. So it's kind of interesting day to day. You actually have proof of how, how much more focused you're getting. Cause you can see the tick marks go down in your journal. Interesting. Okay. All right. I like it. There's something about lighting a candle that definitely brings a certain set of feelings also, I think. I think there's something calming and relaxing about, you know, lighting a candle and kind of focusing in on that. Yeah. And it's just five minutes. So it's like, just take five minutes to focus on something that's not work and see if you can get your mind. And it's a training. So, so much of the mindfulness work, you just want to think of it as like when you go to the gym and you're working out, you have to train your muscles to grow and to get strong. You, you can't just go once. So a lot of times with mindfulness and focus and concentration, people think like, oh, I can't do it. And then they just stop. And it's like, well, you wouldn't go to one one yoga class or one, you know, Zumba class and say, I can't do it. You would keep, you know, you keep going and, and you train yourself. So you just want to think of your brain as the same way. It's just a muscle you're training. 
Yeah, absolutely. And I think retraining ourselves to be able to concentrate and focus and like be calm with ourselves and our thoughts is something that we have to reteach ourselves because of, you know, what you just mentioned earlier about the distraction and, you know, everything else that we have going on. Can you give us some maybe simple relaxation, calming techniques that we can use throughout our day um, to kind of bring it back to neutral and, and, and maybe get recentered? Yeah. I mean, one that I love, that's great. If you're really wanting to work on calming down, like you said, but also being in your vision and your passion of what you're trying to create is do a breathing exercise. That's, um, kind of, we call it a mantra in yoga, but you basically take two words and two positive words. So whatever it is that you want to create, it could be energy, love, it could be, you know, success and, you know, any two words. And so when you take a deep breath, you breathe in and you, in, in your head, you say this word. And then as you exhale, you exhale and you say the other word. And so it gives your mind something to focus on. Cause a lot of times when people just sit down and relax, they, their mind is just going crazy. So they can't relax and it's actually more stressful for them. So this is more of a focus meditation that gives you something to concentrate on. And then it helps you kind of get back in that rhythm of like, yes, I'm super pumped to be doing this work because I don't know how you feel, but sometimes I'm like, yes, I love this when I'm exhausted, you know, or like, you know, it's like, so just we think sometimes that we need to get do more to get excited and get that spark back up. But a lot of times we actually need to calm down, do less and get more connected to the why of why we're doing it. And so you just two simple words, that's it. And do that for, again, everything just, I would tell people three to five minutes because you can do anything for three to five minutes. Yeah, exactly. No, I, I love that. I love that. So I know you have kind of the seven steps that you take people through on this journey. Can you kind of walk us through what some of those other steps are that you think are, you know, pieces that people could maybe take action on right away. Yeah. So that challenge, so seven days to sparkle challenge is actually kind of a different focus. So I do a lot of different things with my business, but what that challenge specifically has to do with clear, clearing your physical space and it could be digital space or space in your house. And I find too, my entrepreneurs, like this is incredibly, incredibly important because a lot of us work from home. And so, you know, like right now I'm at my desk and I have like my teacher training manuals piled up and just it, and it just doesn't feel calm. And so I'm like, ah, oh, you know, it's hard to focus on what I, what I need to be doing. So these, these are really daily tasks that I give people to clear out and feel more calm in their space at home and on their phone. And it just kind of helps you get focused on what's important. Yeah. Okay. Great. No, I love it. I love it. So what are, what are some of the things that, uh, you think entrepreneurs specifically can do overall just to, to lower their stress level and to, you know, really find the joy in the everyday work that they're doing, you know, when, when it kind of sometimes gets covered up by, uh, the, the hustle, the, the hurry, the, the level of responsibility kind of thing. Oh yes. Oh my gosh. Okay. So there's two things that just popped into my head when you asked me that question. The first thing that popped into my head, which is the thing that I struggle with the most is self-care. And I know you talk about this a lot on the podcast too, but really taking time for ourselves because it, especially too, I, I don't know how you feel as kind of a newer parent as well. I, I thought that I had trouble with this before and now I have two little ones. I have a three and a one-year-old and I'm like, oh, mom's the last one in, on the list, you know? 
Um, so I think it's carving out time in your calendar, you know, so it's like you give people your schedule and you let them book time, but it's like book time for yourself. And we hear this all the time, but we have to do it. And, um, you know, whatever it is that you love to do, just do something simple or it could just be going for a walk, you know, and just don't take your phone with you, <laughs> you know, just let yourself be for a little while, even if it's just one, one day a week for 30 minutes. And then the second thing that I think is really important, I know for me, this is really helpful. I'm a big journaler and just going back to your why, like, why are you doing this business? What is it that you want to gain? What do you want to give? And that's really been my focus for the year is focusing less on what I want to get, but what do I want to give to people? And it's been life changing, really journaling about what can I do to give to someone else tomorrow? What can I do to support and reach out to someone? And so when you get really clear on your why of, the, the business, it starts to just, I don't know, everything just starts to come together because you're, you're like operating from a higher place. Yeah, no. uh, Yeah. I I think sometimes you lose that centering, you know, you lose that centering. And I think that it can get lost in like the pile. Right. And, and so that's why I think it's always so important to come back to that. Now I want to go back to the self-care again, because, you know, self-care is probably one of the biggest personal struggles that all entrepreneurs go through because you have a list of priorities, a, a thousand long, and most entrepreneurs obviously, obviously have a family as well too. And so even their needs tend to come before their own. What are some of the things that you help your clients to do or even that you yourself do to try to make sure that self-care, uh, that there's space for it, really, that there's a way to integrate it into your life because, you know, I'm always answering that question, but I like to hear that perspective from different people because different things will work for different people. You know, my techniques and the things that I do may not be right for one listener and yours might be perfect. So I'd love to hear that. Yeah. I think the first thing that I have people get clear on is what are the most important things that feed you? So for some people it's exercise, you know, for me it's yoga for some people it's, um, doing their hobby, you know, get going to get a pedicure. So you really want to get clear on that because a lot of times people will put something in the self-care bucket that is really about someone else. So their friend invites them for coffee and like, they like doing that, but that's still not feeding that like really deep need that they need for whatever it is that they need to take care of themselves. So, and I used to do that all the time. I would mask my self care with like coffee dates and, you know, people that wanted to, that wanted help or whatever, which I, again, I love to do, but really wasn't feeding me. So first get really clear on that. What is it that really does feed you? And then you have to schedule it as the first thing that you do. I mean, my mom is a master of this. So she's so funny. I mean, she's in her late sixties. She's almost 70 and she goes to Zumba like four days a week. And I mean, she watches the kids a couple of days a week and she's like, okay, well, I'm not picking up Zoe and Luke until after my Zumba class. Like it is in her schedule. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I mean, I like, I honor that. I love that, you know, and it's like, that doesn't, I mean, obviously if there's an emergency, that's something different, but I think, you know, you have your acuity scheduler or whatever scheduler you have, or you let other people in, you have to put yourself on there first, but you also have to know what is it that feeds you and schedule those things out. And for some things, I think it's maybe even taking longer than a week. So what I like to tell people to do is, um, and it depends on, you know, your schedules, have a Sunday night meeting with yourself. So for like 20 minutes, I love to just grab a glass of bubbly and sit down and plan your week. What do you have going on? What do you absolutely need to get done? And you put yourself in that calendar before anything else. And then you kind of move everything around it. 
Yeah, it's interesting that you're talking about the calendar. I mean, I've shared definitely on the show over the course of like two years, I think, (laughs) my struggle with exercise and self-care and having time for myself and trying different things and trying to make exercising a priority again, even though it's something I love, it's, it's so hard to make a priority. But, you know, what I realized this year is that I had to change my mindset around exercise to being a business priority because I cannot function as an effective leader, as an effective business owner. I can't accomplish my goals if I do not raise my energy and keep my energy at a sustainable level. And so it's interesting that it came back to the calendar for you as well, because for me, literally now I have my exercise blocks on my calendar as if they're business appointments and they happen when they're scheduled. And and that's, that's just the way it has to be, because to me, it was that shifting of mindset of it being an absolute that was necessary in order to find a way to get my, my head wrapped around it, so to speak. Yeah. I mean, again, you have to get to the why. So it's like, why am I needing to do this work and this exercise? And for those of us that are parents, I I know for me, I had a really great shift in that as well, is that I can't be a good parent. Like I end up snapping at my kids or Mm -hmm. I'm exhausted and I don't have fun with them the way I want to have fun with them. I'm not the person I want to be. And that was a huge eye opener for me. I could kind of mask it with the business, you know, because the other side is really generally a computer or a phone. But when you have this sweet little human looking at you and you're not at your best. I mean, that to me was like a huge shift as well. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, so that's perfect. What, what else, you know, what are, what's some of the deeper work that you think it's important for us to periodically do just overall from like a mental health, wellness, um, spirituality, like centering standpoint, just to be our best, you know, like I, I I think that's, that's really what you're helping people to do is to rediscover how to be their best. Right. Absolutely. You know, I always, there's so many, I mean, I have so many tips and exercises and tools and all that stuff. So, you know, definitely I can always read, people can reach out and I'm happy to share all that. But, um, a lot of it is getting clear. And so the journal work and asking yourself some of those questions, I think I I always go back to that because it's something you can do that's so simple. And I think it's something as a daily practice is really important for entrepreneurs because it's something we tend to do in the beginning, right? We might hire a business coach or we might, you know, just write a business plan and we have all these things in our mind. And then we get into the doing. And like you said, we get to that stage of going, oh my gosh, this is way more work than I thought it was going to be. But when you start and you get if you get over that hump and you're in the work, then that tends to be where people get stuck is like, I'm in the work, I'm in the grind, I'm in the exhaustion. And we lose this kind of sense of, oh, this is why I'm doing this. So mm-hmm. I think it's just every day going through and getting connected to what's just one thing, right? What's one thing that I want to give? What's one thing that, um, that I want to create for the world? What is one great thing that happened to me? Even if sometimes just doing a gratitude journal, maybe you just, what's one awesome thing that happened so that we can get out of that. Anything that can take us out of that mindset of just go, 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 do, 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 do. And not that that's necessarily negative because it could be good, right? All this great stuff is happening. Like, um, but we, it's not sustainable. So 
we can't stay at that speed 100% all the time. We're going to crash <laughs> at some point. You know, so whether it's the, the short meditations, whether it's the concentration exercise I gave before, whether it's your exercise or your yoga, whether it's going for a walk, I, I so recommend, especially entrepreneurs, you guys, and I know this is my big goal for the year is trying to release my attachment to my cell phone. But when you go for a walk, don't take your phone. And I, I know that sounds insane. <laughs> And it's funny because I'm like, I didn't grow up with cell phones. Like, I, I don't know why, like, I mean, I do know why, but I mean, we're just in a whole different space. So, you know, just putting some separation between you and the work is key. Couldn't agree more. I started doing that recently and it is hard because I think of 500 things for the business that I want to message people about or follow up on emails or, you know, check social media. There's so many things that you think of like all throughout that time, but eventually you calm down and you get yourself at peace and you're allowed to breathe and you start like observing nature around you. And like, you just have to break that and realize that that's not healthy. It is not healthy and it, it's become way too customary for us. It's become the default. And, you know, you've heard I've started ramping up recently, doing more episodes talking about this because I'm like trying to scream from the rooftops like this isn't normal. Right. <laughs> like we need to stop. This isn't healthy. It's not good for anything. It's not good for any aspect of our lives. So I love that you're bringing back to nature again. There's so many health benefits. I was researching the other day, just the health benefits of, you know, actually like getting out in nature and disconnecting from like being in the false light and, you know, just getting the fresh air and observing. And there's like so many benefits to it. We don't even realize that that was like our natural, that is our natural default you know, what we're doing and how we're living now is unnatural. And so I think the more you move closer back to center, um, the happier and, and better and, and less stressed you're going to be. Absolutely. And, you know, we don't even realize the long-term effects of what's happening right now with our connection to our devices. I mean, that's a whole nother podcast, <laughs> but, um, I do a whole series. We call it monkey mind mastery at the studio and we work on concentration visual. We do visualization work, which is actually something else um, that's great for entrepreneurs, uh, memory. So we're losing our memory because we're so attached to our devices. And I remember like when you were little, you knew everybody's phone number, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. And now it's like, I don't even know my mom's, you know? And so we are in, that's the other thing is like, we don't let ourselves have time and space to process things. So it's like, if I think of, okay, well, what is that band that, you know, George Michael was a part of, and I can't immediately think that the word, you know, that the band is wham, I'm going to Google it right away. Look, you know, George Michael band, and then boom, it pops up. So I, my brain isn't even having to think or recall anything. And so we're, we're actually losing our memory capacity because we're so reactionary in our minds. So it's really interesting. And they're doing a lot more studies on it now because it's still so new. There's not a lot of data and science, but, uh, just trust that all these little things we give you, you know, like they're, they're really going to help you long-term. Yeah, no, absolutely. So if you had a couple powerful things, powerful thoughts, pieces of wisdom, advice that you would want to leave people with, you know, we talked about a lot of different things here today, Angela, what would be like two or three key things that you want to leave everybody with at the end of this episode that can help them to improve the quality of their lives? Take care of yourself. <laughs> I know that's so redundant, right? Every entrepreneur is like, I know, I know, but I, I just can't. And it, not even just entrepreneurs, literally every single person that I work with, it's like, 
for some reason we tend to not focus on that. So that's one. The second one is being kind. So having a practice of kindness. So for yourself and for others is so important. This is something I got really connected to when I had my son, my first child, because I was really starting to think about like, what do I want to create for him? Like, who do I want him to become? And it was really about being a kind human. And so then I started thinking about how can I bring more kindness into the world? And so when we operate from that place of kindness to others, then we start to be kind to ourselves and everything else falls into place. So this isn't, you know, a formula for business or any of that kind of stuff. And I know it seems kind of woo woo to a lot of people, but I'm not a woo woo kind of person, even though I've been in that realm for 15 years, I'm really kind of reality based and down to earth. So just, but these things matter, right? And we need that a lot right now in the world right now anyway. So being kind to yourself and others taking care of yourself and for entrepreneurs, especially, and anyone just getting really connected to the why, even parents, like, why am I a parent? Right. So when your toddler's throwing this tantrum and you're like, ah, you know, getting back to why are you in this place? Why do you have this special child? And you know, that those for me, that always shifts my energy, my mood and my attitude. Oh, couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. Angela, thank you so much for all of the wisdom and advice and tips that you gave us here today. So what is the best next step for people listening to take if they're like, yeah, I definitely need some help with this. I, I want to do something more. Um, where Where do you want them to go? What do you want them to do? Yeah. So I'm actually turning 40 in a couple weeks. And so I'm doing this special uh, celebration called 40 for 40 and I'm giving 40 free clarity calls. So I'm spending a third, that was a part of my giving and kindness is just wanting to, and there's no selling on these calls. So my intention is not to sell anybody, anything, but just literally to spend 30 minutes helping people with whatever it is they want to get clear on. So they can go to my website, AngelaWagnerCoaching.com slash 40 for 40, and they can just sign up there and, and I'll work with them for 30 minutes and just kind of help get that like, like we say, sparkle back. <laughs> wow, that is an unbelievably generous gift. And I hope that uh, many of those spots get taken by our listeners of Unstoppable Success Radio because, wow, that's amazing, Angela. Thank you for that offer. So guys, take advantage of that and, you know, pick out one thing. We talked about a lot here today. Pick out one thing that you can get started on that's going to help you to lower your stress improve your quality of life, get re-centered on your why, and be able to go forward being the best version of yourself. Thank you so much, Angela, for everything that you shared here today. You're so welcome. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So for all of our listeners of Unstoppable Success Radio, I want to remind you that sharing is absolutely caring. So if you can think of one person that could benefit from what we talked about here today, pass this episode along, make a difference in their life. And I want to remind you guys that if you haven't already, you can join my email list to get the two-minute tips that will change your life every single Friday, short little video clips that are going to make a difference for you. All you have to do is text in the word IGNITE to 44222. Until next time, I want to remind you to dream big, take action, and don't stop until you make it happen. Thanks so much. Thanks for listening to Unstoppable Success Radio. And if you're not already a member of my private email community, I want you to text the word IGNITE to 44222. Text the word IGNITE to 44222 to get all the resources, trainings, swipe files, and tips I only share there. If you're not already a member, all you have to do is text IGNITE to 44222 to get in on all the action. Thanks so much.